Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! You know, this Kyrie Irving thing is a disaster. I mean, the Nets finally did the right thing. They didn't mess around. They got him the hell out of there. Uh, I mean, obviously, the Wizards uh, didn't play there a couple days ago on Saturday night. The Nets did win. They responded. You know, Irving just can't stay out. You know, he just can't get out of his own way. I mean, that's the, he's he's finally put the put at least for a, a little while, he put the comments he made about supporting that anti-Semitic film when he sort of gave it a thumbs up back in late October, early November, and he got suspended. He put that a little bit in the rearview mirror uh, by his play in the last, uh, you know, two and a half months, three months, you know, most of November when he came back, December and January. And, uh, you know, the Nets played well. He had carried them with Durant being out. He had, nobody had ever questioned his great ability anyway, and he kept his mouth shut and he helped the Nets have a, you know, a record that was very, very representative in the Eastern Conference. And then he can't stay, he just can't, he obviously didn't get the contract extension that he wanted, the max, which is about $200 million for him. And if you were the owner of the Nets, you wouldn't give it to him either. Uh, you would not be fooled necessarily uh, by the two and a half months of good play and all of a sudden give him the huge contract. Then he goes off on his merry way again, decides to take weeks off, not show up at times get bored with basketball, you know, try to be the Gandhi of the NBA and, you know, basically play when he feels like it. Uh, and you wouldn't take that chance either. Uh, at least right now in the middle of the season, you got to see a lot more. And then, of course, he goes out there and he says a couple days ago that he wants to be traded in the Nets, who have usually been a very enabling franchise, of course, with Durant, Irving, time and time and time in and time again said to hell with it. We're getting out of here. And, you know, Marks did what he had to do and he got him uh, traded to the Mavericks. So now it's Cuban's uh, a problem to deal with. And, you know, he'll be on his best behavior with Dallas for a month or two. Uh, he can't be happy that he gets traded to the Mavericks. He's, you know, he's got Donkic there, number one. It's Dallas, Texas. It's not L.A. It's not a big market. And they're not a great team, even with him on it. So, I mean, the idea that he, uh, I mean, he would never it. I mean, I would think he would have wanted to have gone to L.A. with the Clippers or the Lakers. I just don't know if Dallas is where he really necessarily wanted to be because despite how good he is, I don't know if him and Doncic are going to win an NBA championship together if, in fact, that's his goal anyway. And nobody cares what he says in the middle of Dallas as it is. I mean, it's Texas. Who cares? Certainly one. You know, it's it's not it's not a coast. It's, it's Dallas, Texas. And it's a very conservative state, no less, that's not going to put up with his nonsense. So, uh, from that standpoint, and New York, obviously, in L.A. will. They'll put up with it because he's so good. Uh, but uh, as far as the Nets are concerned, goodbye and good riddance. I mean, that's all there is. Nothing else to say. He's a clown. And this is why people hate the NBA. I mean, this is why the average fan out there says, I can't take this. These players dictating on a day-in, day-out basis what they want to do and how they want to play and, you know, demanding things and all those things. I mean, you, you think this sits well for the NBA? That Irving played a good couple of months and all of a sudden he wants to, he demands to be traded after the mess with Durant and and then mess with Irving and Harden over the last year or so. I mean, and all the NBA players who are just incredible, they're divas, number one, the big stars, and they are they are just so out of touch with the basketball and the sporting public and the fandom. They seem to think they can do no wrong because they got their entourages out there and they got all their people patting them on the back and they don't really know what the real world's about. And I can't tell you how many people they've run into in the last, over the weekend and of course today, who just 
said, God, this is, this is why I hate the NBA. I can't tell you how many people have said it to me. Now, Silva can't do anything about it, but this coupled with load management and everything else, I mean, it's very tough to take. You know, listen, and, and, you know, the LeBron point celebration thing, I don't think people care about that so much either, uh, partly because LeBron's been on a million teams. He's not a Laker per se. He's a Cav. He's a Heat. He's a Cav again. I don't even think outside of the New York Times they can't write enough about it. I don't know how many people really care about that either, to be honest with you. But right now the central theme is is Irving and Kyrie, who continues to think he's misrepresented, who continues to think he's picked on and everything else. He's his own worst enemy. I mean, you know, I don't know if he's a bad guy or not, but he's just he's goofy. He doesn't use his noodle. He needs a good PR person. What are you doing? The team's playing well. You got a chance to have a very good second half of the season once Durant comes back. Maybe make a run at it. You lose by 50 points in Boston, which is forgivable. But you lose by 50 points in Boston, and the next day you say, I want to be traded? And we all know the reason why you wanted to be traded. You didn't get the money. And that's just, I mean, you can't be dumber. You really can't be dumber. And give the Nets credit for a change. I mean, again, they've, uh, they have been an enabling organization from the get-go. The owner has been very enabling. Joe Tsai, oh, God. He's been, and he's got issues anyway, but he's been very enabling. Smarks has, you know, tried to put together that super team. That has never worked out. How did the Harden thing play out? Now, how'd that work? That was a disaster. And, you know, uh, and, and now this. The interesting thing is, what's Durant going to say? Now, if Durant is smart, and Durant sits there and says, you know what? This is my team. We'll build it a different way. And if Durant doesn't run down the Kyrie path, and he has basically been led, by a, led on a leash by Kyrie, you know, he should never have left Golden State to come here anyway, and Kyrie is the one who brought him to the Northeast as it is. But if Durant, who went through his own issues last summer by demanding a trade and not demanding a trade, it was a mess. If Durant is smart, he'd keep his mouth shut and just go out there and come back and play great and do everything he can in his power for this team because he is the second best player in the league when he's healthy. Nobody's going to argue that after LeBron. He's the second best player in the league. I know there's Jokic out there in Denver and Dokic in in Denver, in Dallas. He's got some competition, but I mean, I think Jokic might be the second best player. But I mean, the bottom line is Durant is as good as anybody in the NBA. And if he's smart, he'd just keep his mouth shut, not get wrapped up in what Kyrie did or did not do. Don't sit there and say anything. Don't, don't, Don't defend him. Just keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything at all. If he defends him, he's going to look bad. Yeah, he can do what he wants. And you know, you know how these NBA players are. They're always going to defend their fellow player, and they, especially when it comes to money. And they're not going to look at it like, well, he let us down. Here it is. We need him now in the worst way. He wants out. Really? We, I mean, he's been here for two-thirds of the season. we got a lot of injuries. We're trying to keep everything afloat when, in fact, Simmons never plays. And we're trying to keep everything afloat until Durant comes back and then he bails on us. That's what the attitude should be with the net players, but you know how players are. They're always going to support their brethren. You know, the former players and, and the current player is always, always going to support their brethren. But if, if you get... But that is... I think, that, I think there's two issues here that are interesting. Three. One, he's not winning a championship in Dallas, and if Cuban gives him $250 million, he's going to run into the same trouble that the Nets would have run into. Because when you give him that kind of money, that's the worst thing you can do, because once he has the money, then he's going to play 50 games a year and be a complete pain in the neck and be disruptive. So once he gets the money, then you got major problems. At least this year, he was playing for the money. 
which kept them motivated. Once you give it to him, he's going to be disinterested. Because, again, it's almost like he feels he, at times he's doing you a favor by playing basketball, which is a problem. It doesn't, one thing about Durant, Durant loves to play. Sometimes you wonder if Irving does. He wants to be Gandhi. Simple. That's the first thing. Uh, he got traded to a team that is not, I don't think, even with him, is going to win any NBA championship. Dinwiddie's a good player. They traded him. They had to trade the other kid. They gave up all their jab picks. I mean, is Doncic and Irving and Kyrie going to win an NBA title? Two guards? I, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. So that's number one. And then if Cuban, Cuban is dumb enough to give him all that money, he'd be making a terrible, he almost has to now, he'd be making a terrible mistake. You're not winning a championship with him. But remember, Cuban's the same guy that let Nash go when he had Nowitzki. Let's not forget that. Uh, but that is, that, that's number one. Number two is what Durant says. Uh, because sooner or later he's going to have to answer this. And if Durant is smart, he'll lay low. He says, you know what? Uh, you know, I like Kyrie, but fine. We'll be fine without him. That's not what he should say. Don't take, hey, good for him. He got what he wanted. He's taking out, looking after his, he's looking after his best interests. Don't say something like that. That's going to bother the fan base. Don't say that. Just say, hey, listen, he wanted out, so out he goes. We'll, we'll put it together here with, the, with this team. That's what Durant should say. Let's see if he does say it. And number three, this contributes, and this is the most important picture and the most important point. And, you know, the average, the big NBA fan doesn't realize this. The people at ESPN don't realize this. And the, I don't know if Silver realizes it, realizes it either. This is what causes a tremendous disconnect with the historical and like myself and serious NBA fan which is also me this is what causes tremendous disconnect you know Kyrie what load management not playing a lot of games uh, you know the jumping on the soapbox for a variety of topics and of course, this now demanding trades, demanding to play with your friends, joining forces with other guys, forcing yourself, forcing yourself out of certain situations. This bothers the fans. It bothers them. Don't go by New York. New York's got 30 million people living in it. Don't go by New York. Don't go by that. I'm talking about the average fan around the country. The NBA ratings are not good on ESPN. They are not good. Uh, they're not good. In the big picture, they're not good. Baseball does better than the NBA does in the, in, in, in the World Series compared to the NBA final. And anybody, anybody want and everybody kills baseball for being, you know, only for old men. Baseball gets better ratings than the NBA does. Did you know that? There is a tremendous disconnect with the good core sports fan and the league, which is symbolized in a lot of ways by Irving. And the diva star in the NBA who thinks it can get away with murder and do anything he wants and demand he wants to sit out and not play and the fact that he wants to play with his friends, that drives the NBA fan, the historic one, which I am, drives him crazy. As far as the Nets, goodbye and good riddance. Kyrie, folks, let's call like we see it. Let's call like we see it. And Cuban will learn this. And eventually, so will um, Jason Kidd, Kyrie, on your team, eventually is poison.
call it like we see it. Kyrie is poison. You don't want to make a long-term commitment to him. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Bite is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.